1: Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast. Hey gang, welcome to the Two Guys Garage
0: Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, and today we have tricks of the trade,
1: you guys. Honest to God, seriously, we do, Kev. It is literally tricks. <laughs> Absolutely. This is what uh, I've been looking forward to all day, man. This is one of our favorite topics. So this is all about Metal shaping metal smashing metal cutting metal making metal do what you want it to do yeah hopefully.
0: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's why we have our guest on to to help us with that right because it's not always as easy as a, a wish you know you could sit there and wish the metal would bend and contort and you know get the look you're, you're trying to achieve but until you have this skills to kind of make that come to fruition, you are up the creek without a paddle, if you know what I
1: mean, or an oar, or an engine, or any of that. <laughs> That's right. Now, what's great about working with, you know, at least sheet metal, right? I mean, it's it's thin enough. It's still strong, but you can use so many things around your house, around your shop, like randomly down the road, like your telephone pole, you know, whatever has the shape that you're trying to, to emulate, you know, you're trying to, to work. Uh, right, the edge of your workbench, right, the edge of your table, your right, vice, right. you know, anything like that. A lot of little simple hand tools. So you can get a lot of work done with just being, you know, clever and determined and whatever else. But at that point, then you need some additional help. You need some tools. And we've got that covered today. Uh, Bruce Van Sant, owner, president of Trick Tools, probably the top like tool kind of company out there with everything you would need. I'm telling you, man, I every time I get on their website, I could almost get lost in there for days. They have so much stuff in there, you know?
0: So many different companies and, and ways to, like you said, uh, get intrigued and get kind of pulled in it's like a kind of a traction uh beam type scenario you're like ooh metal ace or oh their belt grinder this tool or that tool or I could use all of them you know it's it's funny when we look at metal and we look at at everything that we have learned over the years all right I, I've, I've you know can speak up for for sure on this it used to be metal for me a lot of metal fabrication was somewhat intimidating I'm sure for anybody, when you first approach it, you're like, man, can I, can I do this? Or do I understand that it moves kind of fluidly, you know, fluidly a little bit when you, when you warm it up. And it's amazing what you could do with a little dolly and a hammer and start pinging away. And all of a sudden you kind of start to see it and you'll see the metal. And you know, if you're welding, you'll see the puddle. If you're taking, you know, you'll start laying on those dimes and, you know, you'll start to see it go the direction you're hoping for. And Man, tell me that's not positive reinforcement. Tell me that doesn't make you want to get in and dive in more. It's like when you, when you show your female friend that you're able to build stuff out of wood and metal, all of a sudden there's 15,000 more
1: projects to do in and around the house. It's like, oh, build this and that, honey. <laughs> well, I always tell people, you know, they're thinking about metal. They're interested in metal. It's no different, a process from, you know, learning to work with wood, right? You, you pick a tool, a chop saw, Right all right, cool, I made a you know a 90 degree cut, and now I'm gonna swivel it, I'm gonna do a 45, and maybe I'll do a bevel or whatever. Like, all right, you figure out that tool, and you're like, okay, that's what that tool can do, and it can't do much else. Okay, what's the next one, right? And you might move to a table saw, you might use to a, a router or a sander, right? And all you're doing is sh- changing the shape of the wood, you know, and you're just learning a particular tool. And so, you know, I always tell people it's the same thing, just, just go to a tool, you know whether you go to a friend's shop or whatever you borrow something or you know just take the plunge and buy one you'll figure out pretty quick what it can and can't do and between the YouTube videos like we had Ron Covell on a while ago great metal shaping yeah, teacher. Man. there's classes there's no excuse if you really are interested in metal and there's no fear if you've ever done anything with wood if you've used a router you're ready <laughs> you're more than ready to jump on working with sheet metal you just need someone to explain it to you right uh, and, and practice a little Play with it. it In my
0: case A lot of trial and error I mean, m- m- In the beginning yeah. Mostly error Mostly error But uh, at the same time Trial and error You know I don't know I still get a streaker and stretcher Confused I'm like God Oh son of a I needed to turn <laughs> The other direction Oh I should have had this shrinker on there God You know it, it, It's just It's one of those curves That you know Especially if If you have the luxury Of playing with it uh, On a regular basis And you're consistent With it God, your your the curve on how fast you learn, uh, it grows exponentially. And all of a sudden you're doing things you didn't even dream of, you know, months and years before. It's it's really is amazing.
1: Yeah, and if you don't have a hundred ton press, you know, at your disposal, I think one of the secrets is learning where to divvy up the work, right? If it's a complex shape, you're gonna have to maybe make it in a couple pieces. So I think the trick for a lot of people is Wow! If I divide it up and I do this section, oh, that's not much. That's just folding over an edge, maybe putting it on the shrinker and get it to curl around. Okay, cool. And then if I do this section, well, you know, maybe I can do a little hammer dolly work, get a little doming, or you know, maybe I do need to step up to something like an English wheel or planishing hammer and get the dome in there. And when I put the two pieces together and I weld them up, now I got something more complicated. Now I got a legit piece there. Uh, So it's it's stages. So why don't we? Why don't we take our quick break here, man, and get Bruce Van Sant in? Because I'm pretty stoked to chat about all the awesome capabilities of tools and everything that they've got uh, just ready and lined up for us. Yeah, man. So take a quick break, man. I'll tell you, you guys are going to appreciate this. We'll be
0: right back on the Two Guys Garage podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And man, we are fired up. You guys have heard of Trick Tools. My man, Bruce Van Zandt from Trick Tools. He's the president. You know it's a good thing when we have a guy with the president on the business card. You know, when we have the guy with that on his business card, we're doing something, man. So, nice. We appreciate you coming on, Bruce. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me on.
2: This is going to be fun. looking forward to it.
1: You know, we just talked to you uh, real quick going into this thing. You know, how long you been around? Because ever since i've been you know interested in sheet metal and fabrication and all that stuff you guys have always been kind of the top name every time i go to a SEMA or a pri or some big event whoosh, i'm in the booth man i'm you know i'm wanting to like huck one of these things in my carry on that's exactly <laughs> what i was going to ask you
0: what started it man you got to tell us what started it how was you know how was it for you what led you down this path yeah well
2: you know, my background is actually in auto body. I, uh, I kind of grew up on the farm, and when, when you're on the farm, you, you learn to do whatever you need to do. You, you learn a lot of different things, and, and uh, you know, we rebuilt cars, and we're always playing around with hot rods and things like that, so when I got out of, when I got out of high school, I decided I wanted to do something with my hands, with cars, so I actually uh, just started advertising and doing auto body work, and uh, just kind of started my own shop. I was a one-man shop for quite a while. And, um, when you're a one man shop and you're trying to answer the phone and, and do the book work and fix the cars and you know, you're not getting paid unless cars are getting fixed. Uh, (laughs) you learn the value of having a tool that will help you do the job quicker and faster. Um, pretty fast. So, um, I got to be kind of a tool junkie as a, as an auto body, um, guy. And, uh, you know, from there it sort of led me into, uh, we started racing motorcycles. Nice. I was pretty heavy into that. Uh, it's what I always love to do. That's kind of what we still do um, for fun.
0: I got a motocross track in my backyard, Bruce. Anytime <laughs> you want to ride, man, coming out of Colorado. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I got a question for you before we dive into all things automotive. You said something that made me want to ask you about the the state of what, what you see in present day. Um, with kind of high schools eliminating vocational programs and, you know, what would be a shop. And, you know, you said you learned to work with your hands. I grew up on a, you know, 860 acre dairy farm myself. Um, a lot of people don't have that anymore. Do you see that those type trades for the next generation are going to be not only in high demand, but that's going to, in my opinion, create a huge career path for a lot of people that actually learn that growing up and get hands on because,
2: is such a needed necessity out in life? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, we we love to work with schools, and we work with a lot of schools, getting them set up with equipment for for vocational programs, like you mentioned. Um, it's, yeah, you see it's that coming super, back around. It's super important. There's there is quite a resurgence of that lately, and it's really good to see. Even in our hometown here, we had the privilege of working with our high school, and they put in a career center, and you know, teaching teaching welding and CNC programming and different, different uh, fabrication skills and things like that. So, uh, it is definitely a high demand position. You know, if, if a guy wants to work with his hands and he's not afraid to get a little dirty once in a while, you know, there's great opportunities out there.
1: I think it's all about the skills, you know, and you gotta have the vocation, you gotta have the education there, the training to really develop those skills. Cause you know, you don't want to just show up at a job site and go, yeah, I can I can swing a hammer. I mean, that's that's great in itself, right? That's a skill, but, you know, really being able to dive into the fabrication, the welding, whatever it's pipe fitting, you name it, right? Those are all key things that make the country go and, you know, what builds us from the ground up, you know? Well, and like you said, for the longest time, they haven't offered that. You
0: could, you know, a lot more people would have to get a business or art degree, and, you know, they don't have a job when they get out of school. They might be an artist, but it's a sandwich artist. It's not a, you know, it's not anything that pays
1: any, pays any money, you know? <laughs> well, I, I got some questions for you. So you started in the body shop, right, and you started to become a tool junkie. Uh, what were some of the key tools back then that you started to acquire that, you know, for, for people out there that are thinking about getting into you know, buying some more sheet metal, body tools, whatever fabrication, and then, you know, fast forward over the years, you know, what have you really seen as far as just like, you know, the top five, top 10 picks, you know, what are the first things that, you know, you recommend to people to, to get into? and What have you been some of your favorites along the way?
2: Yeah. You know, I think, you know, as a body man, of course, you know, today's auto body works quite a bit different than the restoration and hot rod type of work that we do a lot with right now. But, um, you know as a as a body man one of the first things you know that you're going to need is a good hammer and dolly set you know something like that is uh you know probably one of the top top tools that a that a guy will use and you can do a lot with just those simple tools um you know if you're getting into more of the restoration and hot rod stuff um like you mentioned earlier a shrinker stretcher um can really save a lot of time and, and be a useful tool. And then as you get into, you know, maybe a little bit more sophisticated metal shaping, a guy can use a, you know, a shot bag, some different types of mallets, and then even a, you know, an English wheel, maybe a planishing hammer, some of those type of things. So um, that's, you know, we do a lot with all of that. We even have some in-house brands for several of those types of products that we're pretty proud of stuff that's made in America here. And uh, we're pretty excited about
1: well, you definitely rattled off some of my favorite tools, uh, for sure. Now, uh, you guys have—I thought was really cool—is you know a nice lineup of, I don't know, call it more entry level to really high end. You know, really industrial. Really go out there. You know, spend a few bucks, but you're you're moving metal. You're moving things fast. Uh, and and if you got a shop and flow big enough, you're gonna make a lot of money by how much uh, time you can save. So there's a really huge uh, spread that you guys have. And what I thought was kind of neat, you have a little section starter packages. Oh yeah. You know, just some good ideas, right. To get, to get moving, you know, a little, sh- you know, uh, shopping bag with mallets, you know, a little angle finder set, you know, your, your typical clamps and whatnot you would need for welding and fabrication. So that might be a good section for guys that are really kind of getting started. Want a few little widgets and stuff they got themselves a little wire welder and whatnot and want to play around and then yeah you can just go like i said get lost in there for days christmas Uh, is just around the corner bird christmas just around the corner no doubt
2: (laughs) we tried to take some of our favorite tools and put them into some little kits and you know we've got a garage starter pack and a shop starter pack and then a metal shaping starter kit that's just trying to help guide people into you know maybe what some of the real basic stuff that they're going to need and and you know putting some high quality tools together stuff that'll last them a long time
1: it's like that first little sample of drugs the guy gives you in high school supposedly and next thing you know you're hooked and you're buying you know bags left and right or <laughs> those little teasers yeah
0: <laughs> oregano but bought- I love the Regano. I love the Regano. Um, so let me ask you this, Bruce, what was the, Oh, wow. I can't believe like moment for you when, what was it? It was it a tool or a moment. What When something that you created, uh, impressed you as the man behind the company, Well,
2: you know, by necessity, um, as I was getting into motorcycle racing, uh, you know, we're, we're drag racers. So we, we raced a pro modified motorcycle, you know, back in the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, but, you know, I couldn't afford to go out and just buy the top of the line equipment. So, you know, I had a friend who had built himself a dragster and, and he said he'd help me. So, you know, we, we had a tube bender and we started, you know, we started with sticks of tubing and sheets of aluminum. And we worked, you know, all winter long, you know, late into the evenings and Saturdays. And, you know, by the end of the winter, we had ourselves a drag bike. So that was, that was <laughs> what really got me hooked on fabrication.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can see why that definitely do it. Uh, w- when you see something that you create like that, especially when you got a bunch of sticks laying on the floor uh, and in the finished project, you know, several months down the road, y- you got to realize what y- what you did there are, are the same thing that people are doing in their own garages. And it takes everything they have, every ounce of creativity. And like you, it takes long nights. Uh, probably, you know, busted knuckles, some some tears, too, way too much money, uh, a couple mistakes along the way, but you got to feel pretty good and confident knowing what you're bringing uh, in regard to your tools and uh, helping people like that out.
2: Yeah, it's it's really cool. You know, once, once things sort of uh, click and you understand that there's really no limit to what a guy can build, if you just you know, want to dedicate the time and you have the determination to do it, you might scrap a few parts along the way, there's no doubt. Sure. But but you learn so much. And uh, you know, it's just a really cool feeling to be able to put something together and then see it, you know, be useful, go down the racetrack. You know, my, my son's actually racing that same motorcycle today, and that's, you know, wow. later. that
1: is so cool, man. That is cool. <laughs> yeah. Well and you mentioned scrapping some stuff out. I mean Okay, so you scrap out a piece of sheet metal. I mean, it's like a couple bucks. Whoop-de-doo. Throw it in the scrap pile. Grab another one. Play around with it, right? If you got to make a part a few different ways, you know, and and the first couple aren't successful, it's not a big deal because you're not ruining much, right? And if if you're really, you know, cost conscious, go to a scrapyard and get a, you know, a door panel get a couple door panels, whatever, and, and take them home, right? And just play around with those. Bang on them. You know, work your hammer dolly, really understand the on and off dolly kind of, you know, techniques. Uh, And and like you said, I mean, you can really do a lot with just a hammer and dolly set. And you can get a cheap one, uh, you know, I typically recommend, you know, for a couple hundred bucks, you can get a really nice set of hammer dollies that last you your lifetime if you take care of them. Uh, But but go in your shop and literally just take a little piece of flat metal. uh, And whether you put it on your, you know, steel worktop and just, Hit it with your dolly and watch the thing start to bow up. You realize, wow, you can make curl, you can make shape with a hammer dolly. Not just remove, you know, dents and dings and things like that. So, you know, a really easy way to get in and start playing, uh, start moving some metal. Let alone be able to, you know, fix it, smooth it out, make it look good, get your panels to fit, uh, all that good stuff. But again, it it's so cheap and easy to get started. Uh, at, and then then you get the addiction. So that's a different story. Right? <laughs> that's where you start spending a lot more money, but it's uh, a hell of a lot of fun at that point and uh, the ball is rolling.
2: You mentioned uh, Ron Covell earlier being on the show. You know, we have we have quite a few resources on our website with DVDs and books and stuff by guys that have put in the time and have the experience to give you a point in the right direction. You know, we 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 host classes here, stuff like that too. So there's there's definitely uh, people that can get you a big head start and get you going in the right direction. Um, It's worth a little bit of investment there, but then, you know, yeah, I've definitely filled up a few scrap bins in my day.
1: So where are you guys (laughs) located in case somebody wanted to sign up for a class that you guys host?
2: Yeah, we're in Pella, Iowa. So uh, we do have a lot of people that come through and look us up if they're passing through the Midwest. We may not be on your direct route, but uh, we'd love to, have people stop by here. We just put up a new showroom and office building um, attached to our warehouse and I've uh, just been moved in here for a couple years now. So we've got, uh, got a good place to show people around and get some pretty cool stuff if they want to come by and see us.
0: Yeah, man. And I, I got to tell you, I jumped on your website too. He's got, he's got tools for tools, man, which is fantastic. He's got, he's got Cavell's DVDs on here. He's got Versa Mount Swiveling Vice uh, and grinder Plate I'm looking at under uh, some of the new stuff that they're doing. And I'm telling you, man, you definitely can lose yourself in the uh, in the website. Everything from, you know, vertical bandsaws to, you know, different drill sets. And, you know, there's stuff for any type sort of trade skill and level. And really, if you go there, you'll see exactly what we mean when you can get lost
1: in it, man. It's, uh it's definitely one of a kind. Love it. All right, Willie. So... Uh, I think we gotta take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I want to quiz you. What has been some of your favorite? You know, uh, Bruce kind of rattled off some of his top tools, which kind of lined up with my top tools. But I'm gonna come up with another one or two or three or four. Uh, so let's see what you come up with after the break for, you know, the tools that really just kind of game changed it for you. Like, oh damn, I can't believe I never had this before. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna take a quick break, and then I've got some questions because uh, one, I need to upgrade my b roller. So Bruce. When we come back, I want some tips on what kind of bead roller to get and for what reasons. Uh, so I want to take a quick break, man. It's the Two Guys Grudge Podcast with Willie B and Kevin Bird. We'll be right back.
0: It's the Two Guys Grudge Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Appreciate your time. We have our boy Bruce Van up from Trick Tools. Now, look, jump on their website, and you'll see what we're talking about all kinds of tools all kinds of fun stuff ways for you to kill a weekend in a hurry man and let me tell you it doesn't matter as long as you're out there getting it done uh and trying you're probably learning i think we all have learned from our mistakes they typically tend to be our best teachers
1: especially when it comes to metal work right speaking of learning man what what have you learned willie over the last so many years uh you know what tool or what even tip you know what technique have you learned that uh just kind of was a little you know notch up in your game
0: well, the best thing one of my buddies told me um, when I was you know, first studying some metalwork under his hand was, um, "ABC's a welding, and it's real simple. Always be comfortable. Um, Amen. You know, and that means where your arm, where your position is at. Um, you know, if you got a path or a pattern, you're going to follow or strike, um, do it beforehand to get all your arm movement down, uh, just like that. And like, you know, like Bruce was talking about shrinker, stretcher, um, they, those things are magic to me. I still don't understand how they do what they do, but they're amazing and they can help you, they can help
1: you fit so many things so much tighter. All right. I got a couple more. So he took my good ones, but some really inexpensive, uh, little tools, a set of tea dollies. Right, so all it is is just a little round stock. You know, it's usually got a radius on the ends, different diameters, you can get them shaped. You put them in your vise, and now you can kind of hammer dolly right over these shapes to give you the shape that you want in your metal. And those are cheap and easy to throw in your toolbox, but man, they can really, you know, help put the form, you know, where you need to Um, hand shear. Some kind of shear, right? i was gonna say nine inch hand shear just the, the quick little ones
0: on the end of my welding table man it comes in so absolute i mean it is a must for any shop i, I even do my fingernails with it but that's something i don't want to probably bring up right now
1: <laughs> yeah bruce you got a you got a, a preference for a straight cut or a beverly does does either one of those or do you think you got to have both
2: um, you know, the Beverly is super handy, and, um, you know, fairly big news with that. Recently, uh, Mittler Brothers just bought out the Beverly Shear Company, and we just got our first batch of brand new Beverly Shears today, as a matter of fact. So, uh, interesting timing. But yeah, they, they uh, that company's been around forever and, and have built a great product, and Mittler's doing everything they can to keep that going now. So, uh, we were really impressed with the first ones we just unboxed, and We've had some pretty patient customers waiting for their Beverly shears for months now. This year's been really hard on it, uh, on the lead times for some of that stuff. But uh, I think that's going to start flowing again now. So that's a, that's a really great product. Something we uh, are glad is going to continue on with with another good company. So,
1: yeah. Well, check that out. If you guys don't have a Beverly shear, that's a, another inexpensive tool that can do wonders. I mean, what do you do? You got this big old sheet. And you're trying to get it into different shapes. Uh, and, and a Beverly Shear is probably the fastest, easiest way to work the outer shape of uh, whatever material you want, man. Those things are awesome. Now, the one we talked about before the break, uh, the bead roller. There's so many things you can do with a bead roller, you know, from just putting beads in and stiffening to flanging to, to you name it. Uh, I've got a small hand-crank, flimsy, you know, knockoff. 18 inch, um, it's gotta go. So if I'm gonna step it up, right, if you think about, uh, for anybody out there, you know, considering a bead roller, right, typically you're buying four by eight sheets of steel. So if you can get, you know, at least a 24 inch throat, you can kind of work the whole four inch wide panel. So I think that's kind of up there in my book that makes makes some sense. Um, and you can get manual cranks, which are fine, but uh, when, once you get the pedal and the motor, then you can have two hands on your material and just gives you so much better driving control. Uh, or, or, you know, if you don't have any friends, which a lot of us don't, uh, you know, it's great cause you can do the work all by yourself or your significant other isn't annoyed with you for however long they got to be out in the shop with you. Uh, but I know there's different levels of motors. So, uh, Bruce, tell me what you got. What would you recommend? Uh, you know, I'm doing the typical hot rod stuff and always, you know, wanting to expand out what I'm doing with the tool. So I'm I'm looking to future a little bit here. Yeah.
2: So again, uh I'm gonna mention Mittler brothers here. They make they've been making, you know, US made bead rollers for years and have really perfected the the machines. They've got a huge variety of roles, which is really important. You know, you wanna be able to you wanna be able to do a lot of different types of projects and you never know what's gonna pop up. So there's there's Uh, I don't even know how many, probably a hundred different roll sets that Midler Brothers offers. Um, And, you know, if you've ever uh, met Jamie Jordan or seen his work at at SEMA, he's always there, different places. A lot of people are doing a lot of really artistic stuff with a bead roller these days. So so my favorite bead roller would be the Jamie Jordan uh, bead roller that's got some extra tricks that he puts into the machine. It's got some of his personal preferences built into it. And, um, and yeah, so if you're doing hot rod work, what we recommend is the is the industrial motor that comes with that machine that allows you to do your uh, 16 and 18 gauge, uh, steel. The standard motor on the Mittler brothers has been around for years and it's good. It's, it's really designed more for the race car guy. That's doing aluminum stuff all the time. So, So the, you know, what's going to last you a long time and you're just going to love it forever is the industrial, uh, Jamie Jordan bead roller by Miller.
1: All right. Now I noticed there's a deep throat or high throated version. Uh, is that kind of like, that's the standard go with that one? Or is that kind of a, you know, a only do that, but it's got a compromise on whether it's stiffness or, you know, bead or roller diameters or what's kind of the go-to there?
2: Yeah, the standard height um, bead roller is still the most popular. The the high throat was designed so that you could put beads in metal that's either already got shape to it or has a flange on it or something that you need to work on. So there's a special application for that. Um, it's a great machine, um, probably not needed by most, you know, most people, most days. Um, but if you get into some get into some really wild stuff it could definitely be useful but um you know a guy doesn't necessarily have to spend the money to to be able to have a really useful machine there so
1: all right no that's great great scoop man i'm gonna i'm gonna go hit the buy it now button over here so you guys continue on while i sh- shop
0: i got a question for you what's your number one tool under 500 under a thousand under 1500 and then above your big stuff
2: Ooh, wow okay well uh let's see the under five hundred category probably is going to be like our multi tool belt grinder. Um, we do really well with that machine. It's a great garage tool. It's you can buy it two different ways. It's it's great if you want to if you if you have a bench grinder, you can add this belt grinder attachment onto it and just you know use your existing tool. Makes it a lot more useful. Or we have the complete uh, you know plug and play machine motorized uh belt sander it's it uses a two inch wide belt and you know it just allows you to do a lot of grinding and shaping of metal so that's that's a really popular machine and something that i think about everybody that has a garage needs one of those
0: yeah there's a sale on them right now on their website guys just let y'all know i found it on their website and it's got a sale going on right now. Just throwing it out there. Yep. Wait, 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 where, where is it? Where is it? Man? I got to find <laughs> 10 it. Eight inch, What's just the a name rider, of it? Two inch, 48 inch belt sander on sale right now. It was 601, oh. now 449. Get after it. <laughs> there you Oof. go. All right. Put All right. In the
2: bin. Uh, <laughs>
0: so between five and a thousand.
2: Yeah. So in that range, I'm going to say our, uh, our Pro Tools hydraulic tubing bender is a super popular machine. Wow. That's life. a good price. Okay. Um, you know we can get into we can get into the air over hydraulic or for a little bit more money into an electric hydraulic machine, but you know that gives a person the ability to bend up to two inch tubing so that covers most all roll cage applications you know tubular frames you know a arms um, you know drive shaft loops all that kind of stuff that a guy might need to bend tubing for um so that's a very popular product and say, uh, all right so know.
0: say that again i'm gonna to have to look that one up i don't see it right now <laughs> what is that one because that's, yeah. good... <laughs>
2: that's a good a, so pro tools uh tubing bender. it's actually available in a manual version
0: no 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 we don't need that
2: or you can upgrade it to hydraulics or we sell it yeah. all ready to go with the hydraulics so you know it's yes. got options it <laughs> all, all right after
1: goes. many many years willie i finally updated to uh hydraulic yeah man. i just have I a manual right now yeah <laughs> all, <laughs> all right believe me man i've done a ton of manual but uh you get a thick wall you know main hoop uh and you're whew, you're huffing a little bit you know and uh you're trying to get the mm, yep. leverage. yeah over, mm, leverage over and getting the angle just <laughs> right and when you know when you can kind of go oh there we go there it is right there oh a little more
0: Okay. What about on a bigger ticket item, you know, 1500 bucks or up? What are some of the the bigger more popular tools?
2: So, in that in those price ranges, I would say, you know, we sell Boy, there's a lot of stuff in that price range.
0: Yeah, yeah, there is.
2: <laughs> we do we do a lot of uh, welding tables and fixturing kits and stuff like that. Now.
0: God, those pro welding tables are awesome. Those things are Game changer. Yeah. yeah,
2: the Build Pro stuff is great. That's been a game changer the last few years, especially in you know light manufacturing and guys building sub-assemblies and stuff like that that need to do a repeatable job. Um, we do a lot with sheet metal equipment. So, you know, we sell National and Tinsmith, uh, you know, kick shears, box and pan breaks, all that kind of stuff to be able to bend up sheet metal parts. And, and uh, that's been really good too. And then, of course, there's the whole world of metal shaping. English wheels, planishing hammers, all that kind of stuff, like we talked about. So, uh, you know, we've got over fifteen thousand products on our website now. So, it, you know, all
0: right, I. Let me let me try let me try this route Bruce let me try this other route. When are you personally having a garage sale? Cuz I am going to show up to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like when you're upgrading your tools is a perfect time for me to slide in and be like, "Oh, you're getting rid of this shear, you're getting rid of this plenitude. tool. I I'll take both of them." <laughs> so you let us know when you having a garage sale, bro. We'll be your first customer. It's, it's any day of the week,
2: no problem. <laughs>
0: It's all for the games till we show up at your house talking about your (laughs) guys. We're
2: we're pretty spoiled around here. You know, when we built this new uh, uh, showroom and offices and stuff, uh, we hired a guy from from out West, Bryson Smith. If you check out our YouTube channel, you'll see a lot of uh, metalworking videos that he's been putting out. So we put a lot of effort into trying to, you know, not just show people tools, but to actually show them how to use the tools and what they can do with the tools. So, Uh, our youtube channel has got a lot of resources on it now but we built a we built a shop in the back of the warehouse where uh, bryson's got projects going all the time and he's a super talented guy so you know it's kind of like uh being in a little bit of a toy land here for you know if he needs a tool we just pull one out of a box and put it to work and there's pretty much anything at his disposal at any time so it's kind of fun i
1: saw something on your new kind of uh products link there the flow drill and i've seen you know on my facebook page or whatever you know if anybody's never seen the little commercials that seem to pop up i guess because i'm always looking at tools uh you know it looks like you know basically you're using a big drill um, instead of a drill bit you know drilling into you know fairly thin metal box tubing etc it looks like a pointed uh die grinder bit uh, but it's probably not super abrasive and it seems like it's more heat boring a hole and kind of moving the metal around to where instead of, you know, a little eighth inch, uh, thick panel, it, it sort of makes enough material, the way it pushes it around, heats it up and wads it around that you can then tap it. And so you can tap right into something instead of having to put, uh, I can't think of things off the top of my
2: head. Like a nut. Sir. It replaces the nut yeah, sir, nuts. Yeah. Uh, nuts. nutsert. Yeah. A few years ago, we, uh, we took those to the SEMA show and had a drill presser. where we were showing people how that works. And you can find the videos on our website if you search flow drill and look at some of the product videos, but it is a mind blower when you see that actually work. And I used it and, uh, you know, demoed it a lot and I still hardly understand how it works the way it does. It's like, it is, it is a friction drilling process and just the heat you know, it just reflows the metal into a shape that you can tap, just like you said. It's a pretty, it's a pretty amazing thing, and the videos really show uh, how it works really well. It's it's a blower. We used to, you know, at the shows, people would see it right in front of their face. They'd see it work, and they'd be like, "No way! You got to do that again." I just, I can't even believe what I saw. <laughs> <It's just laughs> a, drop a lot of
1: holes on that show.
2: It was a lot of fun to take to the show. So, is yeah.
1: it a, is it a one thumbs up, a one and a half, two thumbs up? I mean.
2: That, it's a two thumbs up product for sure. It's, it's a little bit of a more of a manufacturing product than like a guy on his hot rod type of a thing because you really have to have a pretty good drill press and then the part that needs to fit in the drill press, you know, to make it work. But uh, it's, a, it's a great tool. And for things like uh, O2 sensor uh, installations and things like that, it makes it super clean you know lightweight install so
0: That's incredible man. All right, where where do people go find out more about the tools, some of the other stuff you have online, more about obviously your companies. Uh give us a rundown on how people can find you and all this incredible equipment.
2: Yeah, so obviously tricktools.com they can uh, check it out. There's there's lots to see there. Um we we really have worked hard the last few years on our social media stuff, so got a lot of followers on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and also our YouTube channel, where you know we're we're trying to put out useful information. We're not just selling stuff. We're guys here that love using the tools ourselves, and we're uh, we're building stuff and giving little handy tips and tricks along the way.
0: Thank you so much, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today.
2: You bet. It's been fun, and uh, just appreciate the opportunity. Yes, indeed. And don't forget about
0: our TV show, YouTube, Bruce. It airs weekends on a Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episode is also now streaming on demand. Uh, thanks to our guest, Bruce Van Zant, my man Kevin
1: Bird, and I am Willie B, a producer Scoop, and executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts with us on social, because, yeah, we're everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. The Two Guys Garage podcast is a copyright 2020 Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Ooh, I got one more tip for you, Willie. Yes. All right, if you're going to buy that hydraulic tube bender right yes if you're smart you can get yourself a dimple die set and you can use the same uh, foot pedal with the dimple die set that you use on your tube bender ah modular Mm -hmm. (laughs) a couple little fittings make sure they match up and there you go and then see and there you go man Uh uh-huh save you some money get you some more skills buy some more tools and we could tell the missus it's two for the price of one Yes, exactly, exactly.
0: We'll use their logic on them. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys on the next Two Guys Garage podcast.
1: Take care, guys.
0: Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.